What is up? What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. I am your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card investor, and always a professional wrestling fan. Yes, sir. If you're listening to this on the day it drops, it's Friday. Happy Friday to you. Hopefully, you've had a good week at work, taking care of the kids, whatever it may be. Hopefully, it's been super positive. Uh, on the sports card side, hopefully you've got some good investments rolling. You've made some solid connections with people in your communities. Um, you found that deal on eBay. Um, you won that auction at the last second. Those things that keep us in the game, hopefully those all came to you. If you're a breaker, hopefully you got had a good audience this week. If you like to participate in breaks, hopefully you got that mojo, whatever it may be. It's a whole nother week of sport card investing and collecting in front of us. Housekeeping, you can find Stacking Slabs on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, at Stacking Slabs. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I'm on TikTok. I'm having fun. It's comedy. It's good. I'm having fun. And shouldn't sport card collecting and investing be fun? So check out Stacking Slabs on TikTok. Got to shout out the Last Dance giveaway. 2017, 2018, Steve Curran case scripted signatures, one of five. I'm giving that away after the last dance concludes. You can enter by finding the pinned tweet at Stacking Slabs. Hit follow, like, and retweet on that. You can also enter on Instagram. Hit follow on, on the account. Slide into those DMs. Say, Steve Kerr, tell me what's up. Tell me what you're buying, what you're selling. Let's start a conversation there. This episode is becoming one of my favorite parts of the week is when I get to talk about some things I'm buying, why I'm buying them. And again, I usually follow the process of, you know, specific criteria of skill, situation, moments, and intangibles when I'm evaluating these somewhat left of center sport card investments. This one, there's going to be less detail when it comes to those criteria because one of those buckets prevails over the others. And we're going to talk about that right now. So, you know, when when people are talking about championship teams and t- people are are talking about investing in sport cards and specific players, one of those rules of thumbs that's undeniable is I kind of coined it the Robin rule and it's hey, if a team is the best team in the NBA or really good or going to make the finals, who might not be their guy, but who might be their second guy and go after him and invest in their cards. The last time I did the Robin rule was um, in anticipation of the last dance. Um, Scottie Pippen, every, right when they moved that show up, I went all in on Scottie Pippen and saw some great returns from Scottie Pippen. Um, the Robin rule is fun. I think if you think about the Robin rule in the, uh, from the perspective of this episode of what I'm going to be talking about, you look at the LA Lakers. Great Robin Rule candidate, right? You've got LeBron James. A lot of LeBron James's card are out of the majority of the market's budget. They're insane, right? He is just in an international um, phenomenon. He's a crossover superstar. His cards are crazy right now. So a lot of people have been moving towards Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis's cards were undervalued. Um, about a, a month or two ago, and now those have moved up. I think you know you really—it's hard to get into the Anthony Davis game cheap right now. Um, you look at his Prism Silvers, and they continue to rise because the people have caught on to the Robin Rule of sport card investing when it comes specifically 
to the Los Angeles Lakers. So if the Ro- there's always options, right? And there's always strategies and plans. And one I like to look at, and it might not always be available or apparent, but typically is when you've got a team like the Los Angeles Lakers or like the Milwaukee Bucks, who are a championship caliber team, you, you look at the you look at their third guy or the Larry L- rule, right? You've got you know the three Stooges. You've got Mo. You know people know Mo. People know Curly, but Larry, you know he's there and he he completes the whole but might not be as known as all the other guys. So this is what I coined kind of the Larry rule or the third man. So let's, let's talk about that from an investment perspective on what I like and what I'm looking at when you're looking at those two teams specifically. I think it's undeniable if you think about the NBA optimistically coming back. Again, there's a lot of uncertainty there, but facilities are open. There's plans in place. We're investing in NBA regardless of it coming back or not. So. How can you start thinking about the NBA playoffs and the safest investments that might not be where everyone's head's at right now? And I think you always have to look at the teams that are have the highest chance to go to the NBA finals, right? Those cards are always going up from those superstars of those teams. But inevitably, as those teams make their way to the finals and are in the finals, there's always players that help support that superstar during that playoff run or hit that big shot or get that hype. And I think, you know, if you look at the Lakers and the Bucks specifically, it's undeniable that they're the the best two teams in the NBA and have the highest likelihood to make the finals. So that's where there's opportunity to earn some, earn some cash, right? Earn some cash on your investments. If you're thinking about it, and these, this situation, I, I'm going to call this out specifically because this doesn't get talked about enough. This situation, I'm talking about specifically flipping, okay? These are buys I'm making now because I'm looking to flip, and I'm looking to flip based on the odds of what's going on. Okay, so like the Lakers and Bucks, the highest odds to make it to the finals, okay? So if they make it to the finals, who are those standout stars going to be that people aren't necessarily looking at? So if we're looking at the Larry rule, this is what I do. Okay, so LeBron James off the table, Anthony Davis off the table. So who's that next guy? Okay, same thing with the Bucks. Let's take Giannis. Let's take Middleton off the table because he's an all-star. Who's that next guy? So I think specifically when I'm thinking about this from a Lakers perspective, the guy, the guy who stands out to me is Kyle Kuzma. And from the Bucks perspective, the guy that stands out for me is Dante DiVincenzo. These two guys, I think there's opportunity right now to get in from an investment perspective on both of those and see some returns, especially if the NBA gets back and rolling and especially if these two teams make the finals. Okay, so if you look at skill from both of these players, I think let's take Kuzma. So Kuzma passed the LeBron James sniff test on year one, and he's still around. So LeBron likes him at some level, and he plays a role. He might not be producing like it's Kuzma mania. That's because they have LeBron James and they have Anthony Davis. But he's finding his role within that team and that offense and is that, that third option and scorer, right? He's young. He has the ability to continue to rise and elevate his game. He's got a specific role in that offense. And that's not going away anytime soon. All right, let's look at Dante. So he is one of the more attractive investments for me because he is 
rising within that team and organization and that role. He not only fills a need as the scappy kind of glue role player guy, excellent defender, but he's turning that hustle into offensive production and is becoming that guy off the bench who is closing out games because he has specific skills that are required to win games like good defense, ball distribution, hustle. I like him a lot, and I like both of these guys. But from a skill perspective, I think they're both um, guys you should seriously consider. Situation, and this one to me is where the, the situation prevails over everything else because I'm not thinking about this from a long-term investment. I'm thinking about this from a flipping investment. And from a flipping investment, the situation couldn't be any better. Like I described, both these guys have a chance if the NBA comes back to make it to the finals. Both these guys have a chance to see a ton of time on the floor and be featured. When you are on the floor and you're featured and your team's winning games, your cards will go up. I don't think a lot of people know DiVincenzo right now. I don't think a lot of people are talking about him. But what I do know is that the fan base of the Milwaukee Bucks really likes him. He's starting to build that cult following within that base as a guy that they're getting behind. And I think inevitably, whenever you see that happens, it's just like when a band is taken off in their their local market, right? They begin to get buzz, they begin to get bass, and other people start to notice, and they begin to tour, and more money comes in, and the audience grows. I think we're going to see that with DiVincenzo for all the reasons that I just described. So the situation, Kuzma, DiVincenzo, they both have a chance to really make some noise. And I love their current situation, especially with Giannis and LeBron leading those teams. Like, let's not lose sight of that. The two biggest, baddest superstars actively playing the game are the aces on the teams these guys are on, right? Who's betting against LeBron? Who's betting against Giannis right now? I'm not. That's why I'm trying to find the Larrys on their team so I can invest in those right now. I think moments... Moments is just the consistency and the path and pattern that these players have been playing at with their teams and the guys. There's a reason these teams haven't lost a lot of games. Yes, Giannis and LeBron are big reasons for both of those uh, teams to be successful, but it's also the foundation and what exists underneath that that's making these teams successful. LeBron couldn't do it all last year um, without an Anthony Davis and adding an Anthony Davis freed up a Kyle Kuzma from playing a better role and not putting so much on his plate. And that opens the door for more opportunities for him to have moments where he really contributes once the playoffs roll. DiVincenzo is the sixth guy on a really freaking good team, right? And he's finding himself on the court because of his defensive play. And he's finding those moments where he revs up and rallies the crowd. And that's the type of play that is critical to teams being successful and teams winning and having deep runs in the playoffs. The intangibles here are not only are these guys skilled, but these guys, the situation influences the intangibles because the situation is so good that the intangibles don't even really matter, right? These players are set up in a a way that their skill set can be maximized because they don't have to do it all, but they, they, they know the role that they have to fill and they're filling those roles really well. I think... Both of these guys right now on the market are extremely undervalued because I don't think enough people investing in the sport card market are looking towards the playoffs happening and the finals happening, but I am. I am taking that optimistic perspective and it might be a little risky. However, 
These are really good players. And if I have to sit on them for a year, I'm going to sit on them for a year. However, it's low risk about from the amount of money that I'm putting into them, but I think it's high reward. And that's how I'm really looking at it. So how have I entered the game so far? I am not deep enough on Kyle Kuzma, but I need to invest more on Kuzma. I'm interested in investing into his prism. Um, I think last look, people might've been picking up a little bit on on it, but his base prism, I think has moved from 10, Jim at 10 PSA has moved from I think 80 to 100 over the last uh, month. So he's jumping a little bit. I got into Kuzma. I got some of his optics, Jim Mint 10s. I've got a couple red yellows that I got for 20 bucks a pop. So that's that's low risk, but it gives me something to get in the game on Kuzma with. I am looking to find the right spots to, to invest more um, in Kuzma. DiVincenzo, I kind of went a little nuts on. Okay, I went a little nuts, but I think I'm done. So I spent um, a little about 200 bucks so far on him, but I got his 2018-2019 Panini encased rookie patch auto numbered three of 99, 9.5 Jim Mint. I got that for like $45. It's a beautiful card. If they go to the finals, they win the championship, that thing's going to elevate. I bought a couple of his Noirs. Both RPAs, rookie patch autos. I got those for about 35 bucks a piece. I bought two of them, 97 and 99 and 25 of 99. Then I bought some lots. I think lots are a good place to buy cards of guys like DiVincenzo that might not have a lot of graded cards, but people are willing to get rid of his cards in masses. So in I bought a for $25, I bought a what I think could be submitted as a 10. It's for sure going to be a nine. I bought a silver for $25 prism. Then I got another prism silver in a lot for, you know, 30 or 40 bucks. But in that lot, I got a ton of optic. I got some hollows. I got some fast breaks. I think I got about eight cards just from that lot. And I got a silver in that lot. And it was a steal, right? That was a steal based on, because it was almost like this. It was just for the silver. And I got a bunch of uh, optic hollows for free. I I bought it. It was super cheap. I think I paid six bucks, but I got a couple of his revolution rookies. Um, one of them was the New Year's, and the other one was the regular. It was you know super cheap, but that gives me enough money where I'm not going all in on spending you know tons and tons of money on players that I'm not sure are going to pan out or not. But just enough based on the situation that if the NBA Finals come back, these players are likely going to be featured because their teams are making a deep run. And also, if the NBA does not come back, it's not like the Lakers and the Bucks aren't going to be two of the best teams next year. So go look into those guys. Tell me what you think. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button. Give me that five-star review. Tell me what you think. Who are you investing in? Hit me up on those social channels at Stacking Slabs. Hopefully, everyone has a great day. Have a great weekend. Uh, Happy collecting, happy investing.